We caught up with Chase Sexton Friday afternoon again as he was waiting on the results from his COVID test. Yes, he uh, he did pass his COVID test. In fact, got him a three spot. It's Chase Sexton who got his first win in the 450s last weekend in San Diego. Sexton, Supercross winner from uh, San Diego, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And in all the interviews that I've seen post-race after San Diego, it, it, it's all centered around one thing. Again, you're relatively new to the 450 class. We know what you did in the 250s. You got your first win in the 450 class last weekend. But it's it's getting used to that damn bike, the 450. And Ricky Carmichael, back in the day when he was here in the Freak Nation, talked about the transition into the 450. And initially, and he admitted it on our show, Chase, it has scared the crap out of him, man. Uh, is it that big of a jump for you guys still from the 250 to to the 450 in Supercross specifically? Yeah, I mean, I didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal until I actually went and raced the 450. Um, practicing and stuff, I was fine. But when it comes to race time, it's just a whole different thing. And you kind of forget about the difference between how much weight and how much power the 450 has. So it bit me a few times last year, as uh, everyone saw. And... Um, yeah, it's just difficult. And it is, I mean, last year, my confidence with just riding was at a very, very low point because I was not norm, normally hitting the ground this much. So um, it definitely takes some to getting used to and kind of figuring out where you can push and where you can't compared to the 250 because it just has so much power and so much weight that it, uh, it just, everything happens faster. So for me, that was kind of the learning point and I'm still learning, but I definitely feel more comfortable on it this year. Where are your comfort points? Like, for instance, you said you had to learn how to or where you can push this bike a little harder or where you can't, where you need to let up a little bit. So where are those points? Are you better or maybe not as good yet in the whoops? Or are there certain turns that are better, some jumps? Which Where are you better on this 450? I would say that the whoops is the biggest thing because the 250 is so much, like I said, it's so much lighter and the suspension just, I feel like, works better on the 250. So the whoops is just, you have to be very, I guess, on point every time you go through the whoops in the 450 because that power, it's it's can skip out from underneath you. It can do a lot of things really fast. So that was probably my biggest learning point was the whoops. And um, this year, I feel like I'm better in them. And also, it comes along with testing and learning the bike and kind of just figuring out what works and what doesn't. So I think for this year, just the overall traction and then the whoops is the biggest part for me and um still learning like i said and it's been a good process though and i feel a lot like i said a lot more comfortable and been having fun with the team and just testing new stuff and learning ultimately so then chase how crazy is it that you learned so much every weekend last year in supercross and then motocross and then suddenly here come not suddenly but i'm saying it you know with air quotes so to speak here comes san diego and then you made it look so easy. How yeah. weird is that? That every weekend is so difficult. Yet then when you win, it's like, well, that's how it's supposed to come together. It's funny because like that race was, I've had so much harder, like I've had way harder races than that and not hmm. got nearly the result I got last weekend. So I think honestly, just putting all those pieces to the puzzle together and um, it obviously happened last weekend. So my starts have been good. Um, last weekend really just was more comfortable with the track and more comfortable on the bike. And ultimately that's what I think led me to a win. So, um, yeah, it's, it's really nice. And I just, it's a big weight lifted off my shoulders to finally break through and get that first win. And that was my goal from pre 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 race, 
press conferences, I always said, I just want to win a race this year and get that out of the way. So Boom. glad we got that. And now we can focus on uh, bigger and better goals. So Chase Sexton, winner in San Diego, in uh, rallying, they always say that it's or actually in car racing in general. They always say it's uh, hard to drive a fast, a slow car fast than it is to drive a fast car fast. Does that matter in motorcycles that it's harder to drive the two to ride the 250 fast than to get on the 450 and say everything works the same and it's it should be easier to drive it fast on a 450 that makes sense? um yeah so that like i said the 250 is just very um it's very easy to ride but yet you're lacking the horsepower so i think for the ceiling is definitely higher on the 450 like if you can figure it out and be able to hit your marks and do everything correctly i think the ceiling is higher and you can go faster on the 450. I feel like the 250, you're kind of limited because you are down on horsepower and it's just, it's a lot harder to go fast, I guess, on if you, if you're comfortable on the 450. So if you, if you're comfortable and you have more horsepower, obviously it's easier to go faster because it's easier to get out of the corners fast, easier to get through the whoops, um, as long as you're hitting your marks and stuff like that. But there's also a bigger price to pay if something goes wrong. So it's uh it's a, I guess I catch 22 and you kind of have to, I don't know. I've actually hopped on the 250 last week and I went through the whoops. I'm like, man, this is way easier. But <laughs> when you get the, when you get, when you get it right on the 450 is better. It's just figuring that out and finding those, uh, finding those points where you can push. Have you seen the track, uh, layout for Anaheim two? that it's look at that. It <laughs> looks like a cartoon chase. Uh, how do you, you have to sit there and go through that. It looks like something uh, Bugs Bunny or Daffy Duck would lay out uh, at Anaheim Stadium. Uh, how do you, do you learn from seeing this, or do you have to just get on the track and do it? Um, honestly, I don't really learn a whole bunch from looking at the track map because it always looks a certain way, and then when you actually go and walk it, it's different because they always either change a few things, tweak a few things after press day. Because I'm I'm actually going to ride the track here in about an hour, so. Um, it's always just different and like a track map can say one thing. And then it, when you actually get there, it's a different thing. So it looks very busy though. And very technical, which usually the layout is what it, the layout is what it is. So, um, it just looks, it looks busy and, um, that should suit me. Cause I feel like the busier the track is the better I am. And there's two sets of loops, so that should be good. And, um, it's a big stadium. So the lap time should be long and we're doing minutes now, 20 minutes. So it's, I guess the less laps we do is the better, better it is for us. So the track is less broken down. So, um, yeah, hopefully it's a good race and just hoping the lap time is pretty long. We're talking Chase, to Chase Sexton. Sorry, Kenny. Sorry, Kenny. Yep. I had to, I was going to jump in there. Do Chase it. Sexton. And, uh, I, I was looking through your, your team roster, not only between the four fifties and the two fifties. And I saw an interview with you as well, where you said that all of your teammates, are non-American. So you're the only American among the driver roster on your team. What's that like having two Aussies and a German and then yourself as an American? <laughs> it's, it's a little bit different because usually it's the Americans that overpower the, the foreigners usually here, because especially because it's supercross, obviously we race MXGP or MXGP overseas. It'd be the opposite, but it seems like we have more and more people coming over from 
like Australia, Germany, France, and wanting to race Supercross, which is cool for us is it gives us more diversity. And um, I think it's just cool to have different teammates and kind of see their culture and stuff like that. And I've actually come became pretty close with Kenny, which is he's from Germany, Germany and obviously Hunter and Jet, I've got to know they're from Australia. So I think it's cool. It's definitely different. I think I'm, it's probably the only team where the Americans are the minority, but uh, <laughs> no, it, it's cool. And like I said, it's just cool to see different cultures. Speaking of though, and speaking of MXGP, you retweeted Formula One. Are you a Formula One fan? Because you liked yep. the news with Kimi Raikkonen becoming a team boss now for the Cowie MXGP team. Yeah, um, I've been watching F1, I think, since I've been to, I went to Austin, the Grand Prix there in 2018 and 2019, and then this last year. So I've been to that one three times. Um, and I've probably been watching it for like four years now. So I'm, I'm a pretty big fan. Um, Kimmy was, uh, I think he was the team owner of Ice One Husqvarna team yes. prior to this one. And then now he's, I think it's even a bigger role. And that's cool that he's that interested in motocross. And it's cool to just have that cross platform a little bit. And um, obviously it brings a lot to motocross having someone in like Kimmy, Kimmy being a, I think is a team principal of Kawasaki mm-hmm. or something like that. So, um, but yeah, definitely a big fan of F1. It's just cool to see those two worlds come together. Awesome. Freak Nation, Chase Sexton, 450 pilot joining us here in the Freak Nation. And what we like to do is check into the cities where cats like yourself were born. How do you pronounce, is it Le, Le Moye, Illinois? How do you pronounce it? Lemoyle, Lemoyle, Illinois, oh, Jesus. yeah. I tried to go French, and it's as, it's as damn as American as you. Lemoyle, Everyone butchers that, uh, that name, so you, you're not the first one. Hey, look, Chase, your town doesn't have a famous person in it except for you, yes, man. It doesn't what? have one person that says, you know, but. So-and-so from Major League Baseball or the NBA. It's not one yeah. damn person except for you from Lamoille in Illinois. Yeah. Yeah, well, my town, we have 750, uh, I think, for the population. So that's that's very small. So it's <laughs> it's definitely slim picking coming out of there. But, yeah, I think my middle school had 120 people, and the high school had 110 maybe total. Uh, so geez. It's, uh, it's very small. I think we had we had one gas station – um, a post office, maybe one mm. restaurant, which is like a bar kind of, and that's, that's about it. So, um, <laughs> definitely a very small town, but I, uh, I couldn't, I love living there. It's, that's kind of my roots and, uh, I love going back there every year too. Okay. So, so how does a dude come from Lamoille? Il- I can't even say it. Lamoille, Illinois, yeah, right, and yeah. end up, end up winning a supercross race in San Diego where, where there's a gap there, Broham. It's not like you're in Florida or you're in Texas. You're in a hotbed or Southern California hotbed of motorsports, bro. How do you, how in the hell do you go from there to winning at San Diego? Uh, I guess just when I started racing, I, I grew up racing tracks around where I was from. And uh, it's actually the Midwest is a pretty big uh, yeah. say, motocross and industry. We have a really good, like, I guess, racing crew that races around there. We had big turnouts at our local races. And from there, I just kind of, I guess, grew into me going to amateur nationals, racing Loretta Lands, all the big races, and obviously earning a factory ride, and then kind of took me to the pro ranks. And uh, that's kind of the short version of the story, because mm-hmm. a lot of stuff happened in between me starting racing and getting to where I was last weekend. So, but yeah, just I think just the progress of, like I said, racing amateur nationals, getting a factory ride, 
racing the 250 class and then now to where I'm at now it's it's a pretty cool story um obviously it's not normal for people especially from the midwest in this industry to come out and um be successful so I think it's cool I think Mark that Barnett is. was the only one that's won a supercross race out of Illinois which is it's cool Ooh. to see and um yeah just few people but it's uh I wouldn't change it because I like I said my roots run pretty deep in me and uh, I was surrounded by cornfields growing up, which is yes. a lot different than San Diego. It is when, true. The Midwest it mostly goes towards car racing because there's no mountains. There's really no place to practice your craft, uh, whether it's outdoor motocross or something along those lines. So, yeah, it is cool to see. But how quickly Kenny has forgotten about the Mike LaRocco's of the world. Hello. He was from Indiana. Yeah. I just said Lamoille. I didn't say anything else. I said Lamoille. He had a hundred damn people within a seventeen mile radius. You said Midwest. I, I didn't. He did. <laughs> I said Midwest actually, but yeah. I mean, we, like Mike Larocco. I think Jeff Emick was from Missouri. Oh yeah. yes. I, I wanted yeah. So there was there was definitely some people that came out of the Midwest, but Illinois. Was, I think it was just Mark Barnett. So very small, very very small group by Illinois. There you go. Chase Sexton here in the Freak Nation. Is there a better name in racing, Statman, than These Chase? Days, right. No, but right now it's Chase Elliott, Chase Briscoe, Chase Sexton, Chase the Clouds. I mean, there's all sorts of guys <laughs> named Chase. What time Chase is it in Columbus track. right now? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you know, it's the middle of the morning. <laughs> 